welcome back to the Leaders in Best podcast. We're your hosts, Katie and Jordan. Last week, we shared some of our favorite dining hall meals and restaurants around Ann Arbor. We could honestly talk for days about our favorite foods, but we know that's not the sole reason you're choosing to come to Michigan, even if the Guy Fieri-themed dining hall dinners did sway your mind a little bit. We all know one of the biggest draws to the University of Michigan is the amazing academics here, but it can also be a source of concern and worry for many new students. What will my class sizes look like? How will I sign up for classes? What if I have absolutely no idea what I want to study? What's the college workload actually like? How hard are classes? Is it competitive? We totally get it. We had all of the same questions that we're pretty sure you have now. The first thing I want to do is ease your concerns about class sizes because I know that was my biggest concern when I was coming to U of M because there are a lot of undergraduate students. but. Only 7% of our classes are over 100 students, and 84% are under 50, which means most of your classes will be much closer to the size you're used to in high school. And yes, it's true, a lot of those larger ones are those intro-level classes you'll take earlier on in college, and your classes will tend to get a little bit smaller as you work through your major. But that doesn't mean that right when you step foot on campus, you won't have the chance to take small classes. There are classes like foreign language and first year seminars that we cap at about 18 to 20 students. So you can get into those classes right away. My very first semester, I took a French class with only seven students, including myself. And I would have told you you were pretty crazy if you had told me I'd have a class that size my very first semester at Michigan. And like Jordan, I also had some concerns before coming on campus my freshman year but I was really concerned about the competitiveness here at Michigan. It's a huge misconception that this school is full of competitive people just trying to fight for good grades in their classes. Every one of my classes here at Michigan has been incredibly collaborative from student-run study groups to group messages wishing good luck before all of the exams. I've always felt supported by both my peers and my professors here at Michigan. What really stood out to me as a perfect example of the collaborative culture at Michigan was my internship program my sophomore year that Brianna, one of our guests today, was also a part of with me. It was about 100 of us all interested in similar, if not the same, public service internships in Washington, D.C. for the summer. But even still, we helped each other with resumes, cover letters, and applications, even with the knowledge that some people would be applying for the same positions as us. We know you're all tuning in to hear from current students about their experiences as students on campus. So I'll turn it over to some real-life Michigan students now to introduce themselves. Hi, everyone. My name is Brianna. I'm a senior from West Bloomfield, Michigan, and I'm studying political science with a minor in education for empowerment. My name is Megana. I am currently a junior from Troy, Michigan, and I'm studying computer engineering in the College of Engineering with a minor in math. Thank you both so much for being here. We know the transition from high school to college is a big one. One of the most common questions we get from incoming students is how to prepare for that transition and how to set yourself up for success in your first year at Michigan. So what advice do you all have for our incoming first year students? Yeah, so for me, time management was really hard. I had a three hour break my first semester. So I would like go back to my dorm room and sleep for three hours and that was like not good. But then I discovered Google Calendar, which was great. Um, it's luckily our U of M emails are attached to Google so we can easily input things into Google Calendar and that really helped me stay on track when I had class, when I had meetings or even just time with my friends. So I would put in like 
dinner date with my friend Katie or dinner date with Jordan, which was nice to kind of schedule my time and help me prevent sleeping during my three-hour break every day. I love Google Calendar and also, like Brianna, use it for everything. I will put in my naps. I'll put in when I go to the gym. I'll put in when I'm preparing dinner and also when I'm eating dinner. And all of them are separate events. But it really does help me to stay so organized. I pull all of my due dates right from our Canvas calendar or syllabus. Canvas is the web platform that we use here at Michigan to view all of our assignments, turn in assignments, do course readings, and message people in our classes. It's really convenient to see exactly what is due for your classes and when it's due so you can stay on top of your assignments right from the start your freshman year. I put it all into Google Calendar, or sometimes I go old-fashioned and I write it down in a planner. Something else that's really important when you think about time management as a college student is what your actual schedule looks like. So one thing that we need to discuss first is how you actually register for those classes. Now this will be explained in a lot more detail during the next episode, but as a quick preview, as an incoming student, you'll be invited to orientation, which is a three-day event with lots of activities to get you acclimated to life as a college student. One of these activities will be scheduling your classes for the upcoming semester. You'll get to meet with an advisor before officially registering as well. In terms of time management, try to schedule your classes so that you have adequate time to eat or just de-stress before going into your next class. This will help ensure that you don't burn out just trying to get through your everyday classes. In an in-person semester, it's also important to make sure that you have enough time between each class to walk or take the bus to wherever you need to go. This is something that your advisor or even just looking at where the buildings are in Google Maps can help you figure out beforehand. I was really concerned about how do I prepare for class. College is a lot different than high school, so I didn't know if I would be adequately prepared going into my first couple days of classes. After a while, I developed a really good note-taking strategy. As a political science major, I have a lot of intensive readings. So what I like to do is I always do the readings for class, which I highly recommend. So what I like to do is I love Google Drive as well as I love Google Calendar. Google Drive has been really helpful for me to take notes. So I will pull up the reading on half of my screen and pull up a Google Docs sheet on the other half of my screen and it's helpful for me to take some notes jot them down so then when I come to class I'm super prepared and participate in class discussions from there. One thing is that's also helped me to retain information from my lectures is just to sit down for a couple minutes after the class ends and summarize what just happened because sometimes there's a lot of information just thrown at you during class and you just want to get away as fast as you can but that's not always the best way to remember what's going on especially when you want to look back at your notes while preparing for an exam. So I sit down write like two or three sentences just saying what the main topics were, what questions I have, what makes sense to me, and then that'll help me jog my memory when I go back to review for the exam. My first semester freshman year, I was enrolled in Calc 3, and we had these really long written assignments due every week. At the beginning of the semester, I struggled a lot. I vividly remember sitting in my dorm room and my very first month of college for hours on end, just trying to figure out where to even begin all these different types of problems that we had assigned for homework. I had no idea how everyone else was doing it so easily. However, I began to realize that I didn't have to sit alone and try and figure out how to do a problem set. 
In these types of classes with these long problem-based homeworks, collaboration is key. And so I found a group of friends who were taking the class and I used to sit with them every single week just talking about what we had learned, the basic concepts and the general approaches to the problems that we have on the homework. Then when I went back to try and do it on my own, it became so much easier. Along with this, the resources that we have here, such as office hours, are extremely helpful and you should always take advantage of them. I know this may all sound pretty overwhelming at first because it seems like there is so much more work in college than there is in high school. The first thing I'll say is, yes, things are probably going to feel a little bit more difficult at first because it is a transition from high school academic to college academics, and by nature, it's meant to be a little bit more rigorous. But that by no means is any indication that you won't be able to handle it. In fact, I think you'll find pretty quickly that you'll be very, very well prepared to handle it as you get into the swing of things. And also, the way I like to think about it is you were in class for 35 hours a week in high school. In college, you're in class about 15 hours a week in the average semester, which means that even if you had 20 hours of homework every week, which you won't, that would be just as much time as you spent in the classroom in high school, not counting sports, extracurriculars, your homework, and sleep. I find that you have a lot more time to get your work done, to get involved in extracurriculars, be social, go meet people, and I even find that you get a little bit more sleep in college. I definitely second that point, Jordan, with getting more sleep in college. I also think it's important to use your time wisely by going to office hours. I loved going to office hours to meet my professors, meet my GSIs, your graduate student instructor. At Michigan, every single professor and every single GSI has office hours, and it's super important to go to them, regardless if you have questions or not. One of my favorite stories, and I feel like all of my fellow campus day leaders and tour guides and people I work with have felt like they've heard me tell this story a thousand times, but there's a reason I tell it on every one of my tours. And that's because I think it's a really good indication of what the professors are like here. My first year, I took a first year seminar on congressional policymaking. And one Sunday evening, our professor had us over to his house for dinner. And we spent the first part of our time at his house in his front lawn, learning how to cast a fly fishing line. It's something he's really passionate about and talked a lot about in class. So he started by teaching us all how to cast one out in his front yard. He actually put a bonus question on his final exam about fly fishing and told us if we get it right, we would have the chance to actually go fly fishing with him. I know I got that right. I'm still waiting for my invitation. Check back in with me later and I'll let you know if I got it. But we were supposed to be there for an hour and a half. We ended up spending three hours in his living room eating pizza, talking about the course, talking about politics. And it showed me that your professors aren't just here to give you a grade and send you on your way. They're really here to invest in you, to get to know you, to succeed in their class and beyond. And since then, that professor met with me to discuss my senior thesis. And he also wrote me a recommendation for law school. So your professors are really here to be a support system for you. I definitely second what Jordan was saying about professors being not just there to give you a grade and move on. They're real people and they also want to get to know you as well. I had a professor in one of my intro engineering classes back in freshman year. I didn't really care much for him to be quite honest he was just there and like i was also there and we were in the same room i guess um but then uh, my junior year i actually ended up on a research team with him as my faculty advisor and i actually learned that he's a real person just like all of us and he invited me to like all of the research team social hours that we would have um, and before every single meeting that we have together we just kind of talk about life I could have definitely had that experience even as a freshman in his class had I reached out to him and talked to him outside of the classroom 
I feel like so many students here have similar stories of getting to know professors both in and outside of the classroom. And it's really cool to hear that even just the four of us here today have had similar experiences and really have enjoyed getting to know professors here at Michigan. I think one thing that was really, really surprising for me was how much I would enjoy getting to know my peers in the classroom. I was really nervous about the competitive nature that I had heard about Michigan, like I said earlier. I just wanted to ask Magna and Brianna, what do you guys think about the collaboration and the level of getting to know your peers in and out of the classroom? Michigan has a really, really strong collaborative environment. Uh, whether that's through smaller study groups that you make with people that you already know or through group chats with your other classmates, maybe people that you don't know as well. Everyone is always looking for that support from others and we all work together to make sure that everyone succeeds. People are always willing to form study groups or class group chats and in every single class I was taking this semester, somebody put a link to a group meet in the Zoom chat on the very first day of lecture and everyone in the whole class would just join that and we would ask conceptual questions, homework questions, and it was a really great way to meet others in the class or just recognize familiar names to people that I had taken other classes with in the past so I could have more people to reach out to if I ever needed help. One of my best friends on campus, I actually met in class. We realized we had a couple classes together. We exchanged numbers and we're like, hey, let's study together. And we did that and we became best friends from that. Um, we even spent the summer together in DC as roommates. And now she's one of my best friends. I can always text her and say, hey, you wanna go study in the LSA building, you want to hit up the Hatcher Graduate Library, and she's always down and is one of my best friends to this day. So I totally agree. I've met some really good friends through my classes also. They're people that I still keep in touch with, but in order to make friends in classes, you have to know which classes to take. So what sort of guided you in picking the classes that you chose? I think it's important while you're doing your time at Michigan to take classes that are interesting to you, but also take classes that'll help you graduate. There's so many cool classes. My favorite class at Michigan um, was my first year writing seminar. It was called Women and Gender and Pop Culture. And we would sometimes just like watch Shakira videos or Beyonce videos and then like write really intense analysis on them, which was a great way to combine my interest and love for pop culture with also my interest in learning how to become a better writer as a freshman. As an engineering student, my first year I was assigned to a general engineering academic advisor. I didn't really know what I wanted my major to be. So my academic advisor was really helpful to, at recommending classes that would help me explore engineering and the university as a whole, while also fulfilling the general requirements that I needed as an engineering student, regardless of what major I chose. Once you declare a specific major, you will be switched to a department-specific academic advisor. And so this advising office is also really great in general when you're feeling lost or overwhelmed about what your current path is going to be academically or professionally, um, because they're usually professors or other faculty members within that specific department. So they have a lot of advice about what classes you should be taking or what extracurriculars you should be getting involved with. And a lot of times they'll recommend their own projects or their own research for you to get involved with based on what your interests are. Thank you all so much for sharing those tips. Throughout all four years of college, this is some really great advice to live by. We are going to take just a brief break now and share what our guests from today's episode love about the University of Michigan. My favorite part about Michigan is truly the community here. Everyone here is here to help and they really want to see you succeed, whether it be faculty, staff, your peers, or just people who live in the Ann Arbor community. They will always be there for you. 
that's really nice knowing that although I'm far from home or sometimes I might be having struggles with my education, people are here for me and that just makes the Michigan community so much better and so much stronger. One of my favorite things about the University of Michigan is just the balance of different kinds of activities and different things that you can do while you're a student here in Ann Arbor. From social activities, just in the general Ann Arbor area, walking down Main Street, trying new food, um, to just the academic balance of having so many different classes to choose from across so many different disciplines that are all ranked so highly. To the sports aspect and the school pride side of things, I think that the university atmosphere here has really opened my eyes to all the different kinds of things that I can explore. And just because I'm an engineering major, I don't need to have engineering friends and do engineering things. I've taken classes in all sorts of different areas, and I've gone to all sorts of different events and seen all sorts of different things around Ann Arbor. Um, and I think that the balance that we have is really unmatched. Welcome back. Now that you have your tips for navigating your first year, we want to talk about what happens after declaring your major. No matter how sure or unsure of your major you are when you start college, it's totally okay. How did you all choose your majors? My major is computer engineering now, but when I started college, I was pretty undecided as well. The only reason I even knew that I wanted to be an engineering student is because I really liked applied math back in high school and I knew I wanted to do something math related, but I didn't really know what that was. So I came in pretty open to anything within engineering. There are definitely some students that came in knowing exactly what it is they wanted to do, but something to keep in mind is that everyone coming into engineering as well as LSNA are automatically undeclared. So you don't have to make a decision on what you want to do until much later. In fact, some programs restrict when you can start declaring that major. I know specifically for engineering, they don't even let you declare your major within your first semester as a freshman. You can only declare as a second semester freshman or later on. So during my freshman orientation, I met with an advisor to pick out my classes, and she recommended that I started with the more general classes in engineering. I took intro programming first, and I ended up really liking it. And so the semester after, I chose an engineering 100 design section that was somewhat more related to coding and computer science, and I liked that too. And so this led me towards taking more coding-based classes. However, just doing computer science didn't really have enough math in it for me, and I wanted to do more hands-on specific stuff. This process of taking a bunch of classes and seeing how it goes takes a lot of time. And so I eventually ended up declaring my major in November of my sophomore year. And I know a lot of people that declared much later than that as well. This just goes to show that there's no rush to declare your major as a freshman, and you can take your time and work with advising to pick the path to your major that works best for you. I totally agree with you, Megan. I didn't declare my major until second semester of sophomore year. So definitely when you come to Michigan, you do have some time. In terms of my story of declaring my major, I came into college. I knew I wanted to study political science, but I was still excited to explore the other majors and minors that Michigan had. So I did take some classes in the American Culture Department. I took some public policy classes, but the class that really stuck with me was my first year seminar, which was a poli-sci seminar. In case you don't know what a first year seminar is, it's a class just for first-year students to take, sit around and discuss a really niche issue or niche topic. And we talked about identities 
and politics and how they intersect. And that class is really informative for me. And that's when I knew I wanted to declare a major in political science. Um, so I did. And then a couple months later, I had an internship and I realized that I was really interested in education policy as well. So I was able to talk to the School of Education and I eventually just declared a minor in education for empowerment and an education policy pathway, which I think has been a really good complement to my major um, and helped me learn more about something more niche and the political science realm. Definitely take advantage of these resources when you're figuring out a major. Talk to professors, advisors, and even your peers. I got a lot of guidance about potential majors from some of my friends that were a little older and had already explored and declared a major. And for me, because my majors ended up being by application, I couldn't declare a major before my second semester of sophomore year. So know that, just like Megana said, you don't have to have that figured out right from the get-go. It's totally okay to take your time. It's all about finding what's right for you. So now you've got your tips for success in your first year. You've got some information about how to find a major. Once all of that is in order, what does a typical day in the life of a Michigan student look like on a weekday? Pre-COVID, I used to take the bus between campuses every single day. This is because the engineering school is located on North Campus, so all of my engineering specific classes used to be up there. However, I chose to live on Central Campus just because my roommates wanted to live there and I also really liked the atmosphere of Central Campus. So because the bus system is really good, I never had to struggle with the commute going back and forth from Central to North. As a sophomore and as a junior, I used to be on North almost the whole day since I was taking engineering specific classes all the time. However, as a freshman, I was taking a lot of those general electives you have to take as an engineering student, including chemistry, physics, calculus, and so all of those classes would be located on Central Campus. So I used to go back and forth a lot more as a freshman. During my last in-person semester, I would wake up about 8.30 or 9 a.m. so I could get ready, make food, and grab the bus to North Campus for my 10.30 a.m. engineering class. After my class ended at around noon, I used to grab food at the Bursley Dining Hall using my off-campus meal plan, and then I used to head to open lab time or office hours for my North Campus engineering classes. In the afternoon, I would head back to Central and meet up with some of my friends at the Ugly or other study spaces like Law Quad or Weiser Hall and get some work done. And then in the evening, I would grab food with some of my friends and do something fun. Or if I was too busy, like if it was midterm season or something, I would just head back to my apartment, do some work, and then go to bed. Now, since almost all of my classes are remote, I generally stay in my apartment or somewhere on campus in a study room and take my lectures remotely. I do have some lab classes, though, that do require the use of specific equipment, and so they are in person and require me to head up to North. So I do go to North maybe once or twice a week if I have to. Engineering has done a really great job of handling remote classes, so I never have to worry about office hours or being unable to get help if I do need it for my lecture-based classes. Before COVID, my typical day started at 8.30 in the morning. I know that sounds a little bit early for college students, but I love a routine. And that was my routine. I would wake up at 8.30, I would make breakfast, I would get coffee. I love coffee shops in Ann Arbor. And then I would go to the library or I would go to class depending on the day. I realized that I do not work well at nighttime, so that I would try to get as much work done during the day. So that at nighttime, I had my time to kind of hang out and relax and not have to worry about working on homework or studying for an exam late at nighttime. 
even though I lived off campus, I still was able to use the dining hall services. And I love that because I didn't have to lug, all, lug myself all the way home to make a full meal. I could just grab and go as I pleased. And then I would finish my day off, usually in the library. I love going to the LSA building to study or the Hatcher Graduate Library to study. I love studying in the Hatcher Graduate Library or the LSA building during the day. Some awesome natural sunlight in both places that I would highly recommend once you come to the university. And usually at the end of the day, I would go to different club meetings. So usually student organizations have their meetings at 7 p.m., 8 p.m. at nighttime. So I would head up to one of my club meetings and finish my day off there. And then of course go home, watch some Netflix if I had some time, eat dinner and hang out with my roommates. Now with COVID, my day is very similar. Instead, I'm just taking all my classes from my desk at my computer. Um, not going to the libraries as much, but sometimes I do like to study in the libraries by reserving a room, which the university has been great, allowing students to still study in um, common spaces while being COVID safe. So that's one of my favorite things to do when I wanna get out the house, get some fresh air every once in a while. If you want to see some students share a day in the life as a Michigan student, check out the UMich Admissions Instagram page. We do Takeover Tuesdays, and you can actually see some students go through a full day from morning until bed, and you can see some of these things in action. So definitely recommend checking out the UMich Admissions Instagram page for more tips and tricks and a day in the life as a Michigan student. But I want to thank both Megana and Brianna for stopping by today to share your advice for first-year students, give a little insight about declaring a major, and also share a brief overview of what a typical day looks like for you. We appreciate the time you put in for writing today's episode as well. I want to echo that thanks from Katie, but also add in just a last little note that while these were typical days in the life for Megna and Brianna, a typical day in the life for a Michigan student is going to look different for everyone. Even with your classes, to some extent, you do have some classes that you'll need to take and you won't have too much flexibility on the time for those, but in general, you do end up having a lot of flexibility in terms of the classes you're able to take and when you take them. So. Brianna and Megana may be able to get up at 8.30. I certainly can't do that. So you can find some classes that meet a little bit later, or you may not have classes on a Friday or a Monday so that you have a longer weekend. And as you get up in taking your classes and up through your years in college, it'll get a little bit easier to have that flexibility, but know that your day in the life can be a day in the life that works right for you, whether that means class at a certain time, having your classes earlier so you have more time to work later, knowing you're a night owl, et cetera. You can do whatever you need to do to be successful with your classes and your schedule. But this transition is not just about what happens in the classroom. So this is part one of our two-part episode on transitioning to college. This week, we talked all about transitioning to college academics. Next week, we'll talk about the broader college life transition from orientation to moving to campus to your parents coming to visit. As always, you can check out Enrollment Connect for more chances to talk to current students about life at Michigan. We'll talk to you all again soon. And until then, go blue.
Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of the Leaders and Best podcast. Make sure to check out our next episode posted on Friday. To stay informed on admission information, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at UMichAdmissions or University of Michigan Admissions on Facebook. And connect with us for all things Michigan at U of Michigan on Instagram, UMich on Twitter, and University of Michigan on Facebook. Use the hashtag Victors2025 to stay connected with us. If you have any questions about the podcast, email us at campusday at umich.edu with podcast in the subject line. Till next time, go blue.